This is the Gridiron Guys Podcast with Anthony Stalter and Super Bowl champion Kerry Davis. Driven by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Welcome back to Gridiron Guys with Super Bowl champion Kerry Davis. I'm Anthony Stalter. Appreciate everybody listening thus far to the first two podcasts. Uh, this will be episode number three of Gridiron Guys. We we missed last week and Kerry, no excuses. It's funny we talked about. Ah, we're not going to be the we're not going to be the show yeah. that misses any yeah. time, and then that that's and the week we, we miss. Week. We, yeah, we got to do better. We got to do better. That's right, exactly. <laughs> so we're we're going to give you our best thus far. That's right, and we will do a podcast next week ahead of the NFL draft because yes. man, Kerry, yes. there's so many storylines. But yeah. what we wanted to start with, and I'm actually I'm I'm fired up for this podcast mm-hmm. because you you and I don't know I don't know where you stand on some of the the Jalen Hurts stuff and just mm-hmm. the ramifications here. Not, not ramifications, but maybe the, the domino effect it yeah. creates for the quarterbacks. Yeah. So I'm excited here because you and I are kind of flying blind with, with like our opinions on it. But let's start with this. Eagles signed quarterback Jalen Hurts earlier this week. We're recording on Thursday, April 20th. So he signed the deal on April 17th mm-hmm. for – $255 million, right. five-year deal. Some of the other numbers that are at least are important here when you look at the contract, and really the guarantees are the one, the, the guaranteed portion of the contract is most important. Right. Uh, but the deal includes just over $179 million in guaranteed money. Comes with a no-trade clause, which I don't think that's a big deal, CD. I mean, they're they're committed to Jalen Hurts. Yeah. It's That might be one of those things where it's like, Hurts asked for it, and yeah. the Eagles are like, okay, no problem. We're committed right. to you. So he did, He gets a no-trade clause. Uh, again, I wouldn't look too far into that. $15 million in incentives, and Hurts could earn up to a record $54 million per year in new money, according to NFL Network's Tom Placerio. What does this deal mean? We'll start with Hurts before we get into Lamar and everything like that. But for you, last last year, outstanding MVP candidate the entire year. Mm-hmm. Maybe Jalen Hurts wins it if he doesn't get hurt toward the end of the year, CD. But he, he leads the Eagles to the Super Bowl, but it still was only one year. Any issue with the Eagles not waiting to make Jalen Hurts do it again? Not at all. I mean, you were looking at a guy who, as you said, MVP candidate, finished second. Obviously, they didn't win the Super Bowl, but had an opportunity to beat the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, had the Kansas City had Philadelphia been able to stop the same play that was ran twice down on the goal line. <laughs> but that's not Jalen Hurts' fault. Um, you know, he played outstanding this season. There were a lot of questions about his ability coming into this season. And, and when he was drafted, you know, they the Eagles had their their quarterback in Carson Wentz, and he kind of faltered and, and, and failed and, and was unable to, to keep up his stellar play. And so now you're looking at Jalen Hurts taking over that 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 reign, and, and now he's the guy that the Philadelphia Eagles are looking at. And what they did this offseason, one of the most important moves of the entire offseason was adding A.J. Brown. When you have a stellar quarterback or a guy that you think is on the brink of, of being great, what do you do? You get him a guy that can catch the football. You go get him swole Batman, as he likes to be called. <laughs> and you get a 1A and 1B with him and Devontae Smith. And so that really allowed him, uh, along with that run game of, of Miles Sanders, allowed them to be allowed him to be the best that he could be. And I'm 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 actually thrilled for him, not only obviously because he got his money and, and people will argue or, or contest the, the signing bonus and, and where it should be in comparison to, to where some other guys are. Um, but as you said earlier, the domino effect that it will have for Joe Burrow, mm-hmm. for Herbert, for Lamar Jackson, a topic yeah. that we've been discussing back and forth for a while. So 
I'm excited about that for him, but also what it's going to mean for the other guys after him. I, I think this is a there. There was a couple important things here, uh, CD. One, I agree with you. I wouldn't have waited. Think about it this way. The Eagles selected Jalen Hurts in the second round yes. when they still had Carson Wentz under contract. Mm-hmm. They believed in him enough, and I believe it was either the owner, Jeffrey Lurie, or the GM, Howie Roseman, who viewed, and I think it was Jeff, Jeffrey Lurie, the owner, who who didn't want to pass on the next Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. That's That was the thought process. And so, so the Eagles select him in the second round, again, when they already had a starter in Carson Wentz. And he develops into a guy that gets him to the Super Bowl, and not by fluke. I mean, his uh, his numbers were outstanding a year right. ago. You know, they they would they would get him uh, an offensive coordinator, or head coach that that you know would make sense. And Nick right. Sirianni and the the uh, coaching staff there in Philadelphia did wonders with Jalen Hurts. So, long story short, he develops into the guy that they thought he was going to be coming out of Oklahoma. Why wait then? You've yeah. got somebody that you know. You've already you vetted him. You drafted him not only because you thought he could turn into a, a hell of a football player, but you drafted him because you loved the intangibles. Right. And we all remember when Tua goes into the goes into the national championship game against Georgia. Jalen Hurts, who led Alabama to a national title right. as a freshman the year right. before, he gets benched at halftime. Yep. And what does he do? First guy off the the sidelines when Tua yep. throws the game winning touchdown pass to Devonta Smith. Yes, he stays at Alabama because it's important for him, uh, according to Nick Saban, to graduate at the University of Alabama. Right. So he stays. He he, not assured to be this the starter, and he wasn't. Mm-hmm. Yet he's the one that comes off the bench in the SEC title game against the same Georgia team a year later. Then he transfers, goes to Oklahoma, puts up good numbers, yep. and he's selected. His, his work ethic is off the charts. This is who you pay. Yes. And you cannot pay a, uh, you cannot play a gr- uh, overpay a great player. I think one thing you also said earlier, him being a second-round pick, which means he didn't have that fifth-year option. Correct. They didn't have the, the luxury to see how this year panned out, see if he was going to have the same success or maybe even be an MVP winner as opposed to an MVP runner-up, right. which now <laughs> you, you, you're really putting your money up there. So him being in his fourth year of his, of his rookie year, deal they're saying hey let's get this job done let's get this deal done let's move forward with the future the franchise the face of our franchise and make sure that he's well taken care of and now we can allocate start working on other pizza other pieces and other parts of our team and figuring out where this money needs to be allocated um for for Jalen Hurts like I said all of the, the the tribulations all the trials and tribulations that he went through at Bama you know going through being taken out in the the biggest game of your career up until that point and now going to uh, Oklahoma having success being a, a Heisman finalist doing all of the wonderful things um, and then getting drafted a lot of people said he was not going to be the guy there were a lot of questions about his ability to play at this level Shane Steichen and those guys do a great job last season and now you're seeing the best of Jalen Hurts and and for him he deserved the contract that he got. And yeah. so now you're looking at what's going to be next for him and for the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I'm excited about the money that he got, yeah. obviously, being a second-round pick and really getting that contract, putting pen to paper. 
Whew, you 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 got to be excited about that. So I'm 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 happy for him, and I'm I'm excited what, to see what the Eagles look like this season. Yeah, because now the challenge comes. I yes. mean, you had just mentioned yes. it. Now the Eagles are paying the quarterback. We saw what happened when the Seahawks paid Russell Wilson, and they paid Bobby Wagner, and they paid Richard Richard C- uh, Sherman, can, and they paid any team yeah. that pays the quarterback. We'll see what happens after that. Absolutely. <laughs> so the, you know, it's kind of the price of doing business. Yep. But the Eagles, the other the other thing, and and their quarterback needy teams are gonna. Try to th- their challenge starts again next next week during the NFL draft, Kerry. Right. Uh, when they they have to now marry the player to the offense mm-hmm. and Jalen Hurts and the Eagles, Nick Sirianni and Shane Steigen, they did that. They yes. they married the offense to the quarterback. Right. They didn't say. Jalen, you're going to fit in this specific offense because this is what we do. No, what do you do? <laughs> and let's figure that out. And let's, and let's figure, figure that out how to make you the best player in the style of offense that you are our best in. Exactly. Yeah. So the Eagles and Hurt, you know, Hurts makes kind of the Eagles' offense go, mm-hmm. and I think that showed that too. Now, what does this mean for? Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow and the guy that we talked about a lot in the, the previous two podcasts, Lamar uh, Lamar Jackson. Yes. Let's let uh, for me. Let's state this first. As fans, we often have a, a tough time understanding that what we see on the field is not the market. Mm-hmm. It's a free market for a reason right. because these are free agents, and when they hit the open market, they're they're allowed to be paid as much as a team is willing to offer them. Correct. That doesn't mean. Jalen Hurts now with this contract is a top three quarterback or he's better than so-and-so. It's never worked that way. And anytime I heard that with the Matt Ryan contract or the Matthew Stafford contract or, you know, the Kirk Cousins contract, it's, well, that guy's not better than so-and-so. You're right. Right. It's got nothing to do with it. It's the open market. Mm -hmm. Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, and in my opinion, Kerry, Lamar Jackson, they're going to get however much they're going to get a little bit more than the last guy just made. Right. That's how it, that had. That's his, that's how it's always worked with quarterbacks until Deshaun Watson got a stupid deal from Cleveland. Yeah. And if I'm Baltimore or if I'm another team and I'm interested in Lamar, I'm saying, hey, Lamar, see that contract Jalen just signed? The, here you go. This we're going to give you that too. Yeah. And if he if Lamar doesn't like it. Then I think I think Lamar is going to continue to have to wait. What's your thoughts on that? Well, the benefit of of Jalen Hurts signing, you said it's a domino effect. Lamar technically is already has his number, right? If he signs the the franchise tag, that's what he'll play at this season. You know, like it or love it, whatever the case may be. Justin Herbert is looking for a new deal. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow is going to be looking for a new deal, and those two guys will probably go next. And I would I would assume Justin Herbert will probably be the next domino to fall because Joe Burrow has had more success than, right. than Justin Herbert up until this point of his career. And the person that is waiting for all of those things to be settled is Lamar Jackson. You talked about Jalen Hurts getting the $179 million guaranteed. He got 110 on on signing, 179 guaranteed, uh, and can make up to $255 million, making $51 million a year. Wow. And, and so now those numbers are just going to increase for Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, I mean, just, Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert say, well, I, I want – Fifty-two million a year, and I—I here's my stats in comparison to to Jalen Hurts's, and this is what I expect. And now I want, maybe I want 185 million guaranteed. Cool. Joe Burrow is sitting there like, yeah, good job, Justin. Go ahead, do your thing, baby. I'm I'm rooting for you. you. I'm rooting for you to get every dollar because now, what does Joe Burrow want? I'm 195, 200 guaranteed. Mm -hmm. And who's sitting behind him saying, "See, I told you." 
Yeah. I told you, neither none of these guys have a, have an MVP on their resume, right? These guys have done pretty well. Joe Burrow has made it to a Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts has made it to a Super Bowl. Neither of none of them. Justin Herbert hasn't hasn't had nearly the success. Yeah. The, they lost in the first round mm-hmm. last year in the playoffs. They haven't had the success in, in the playoffs. Neither has Lamar. But Lamar has the one thing on his resume that none of them have which is that MVP. So if you're a quarterback or if you're next in line, it's not about, as you said, it's not about who's the best. It's about who's next in line. And and guarantee you, I, I, I'm an, I, as much as they're guaranteeing millions of dollars, I can almost guarantee you that after Lamar signs what he wants to sign and gets the deal that he wants, there's another man who is actually the best MVP, Super Bowl champion multiple times, that's one Patrick Mahomes. They're going to just up his just a little yeah, a tick above, you know, oh, well, yeah, Lamar got $54 million. We'll give you 55 Yeah, it, It's just the nature of doing business. It's about who's in line and being in line, being healthy, being uh, a free agent or, or, or having that free agency imminent. It's right there, and, and teams start to panic. They don't want to lose you, and so now they sign you to those contracts. And so I think – just the fact that Jalen got his done, Jalen Hurts got his done, you'll start to see those other dominoes fall and you'll see them fall into place and everybody will hopefully be happy in the long run. Yeah, and I, th- and I think it, it's all going to get done at some point, uh, even though there's been this stalemate between you know the, the Lamar and the Ravens and he had requested the trade for you know on, on March 2nd. Mm-hmm. So since we're talking about Lamar and we didn't have a podcast last week, we didn't get a chance to discuss, I don't think we did, the, the Odell Beckham Jr. signing. Right. Does Odell sign with Baltimore if he doesn't if he doesn't have and he said he doesn't have any and he didn't have any assurances from Lamar or the Ravens that Lamar's going to be the guy next year in Baltimore? But do you think that Odell chooses Baltimore, and do you think that the Ravens sign him to? It's not a long contract, but right. do you think they give him the amount of money they do if they're not trying to? Entice. entice Lamar Jackson to to sign either it, whether it's the non-exclusive t- franchise tag right. or a long-term deal. I, I think that that was done to entice Lamar, but I don't think that that means that Lamar will be a Baltimore Raven. I, I love you, right? You love me, absolutely. If a company offers you fifteen, gridiron million, guys. if you're gridiron guys, right? Somebody offers you fifteen million dollars for one year to work. Do you care if I? I mean, you care if yeah. I'm. If, but they didn't offer me that money, or they didn't. I'm. I'm trying to get forty-five million a year to work, and they're not. You're still going to take your fifteen million yeah. if that if you don't have any other suitors, right? Right. You're going to take the most money that is that is allocated to you, and and there should be no hard feelings from me. If you right. FaceTime me, we're going to be partying in Miami, <laughs> right? Just like Lamar and OBJ. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Doesn't mean we're going to sign in the same place. So. I think it's just it was good for OBJ to get that contract, and I think it was done to entice uh, uh, Lamar to to come back and say, "Hey, we got a guy for you. We got." But you said a couple of weeks ago you don't think OBJ now is the same OBJ that was in New York oh, or know even it. Cleveland, and so now we're we're years removed from the New York Giants OBJ, yep. and so does that really give you that much confidence if you're Lamar to say? Okay, I got my number one guy. You had Hollywood Brown. Mm-hmm. You know, you had he's he's a little bit smaller, but you had a guy that was number one. It was more so the offense, exactly, and the style of the offense. And so, if I'm Lamar Jackson, I'm I'm waiting. I'm waiting. It's a game of chicken, and I I in my opinion, I hold the cards because the Baltimore Ravens, the quarterback position is so vital for the life of a football team. You're not going to win 
without that star under center. And so if I'm Lamar Jackson, I wait. I'm going to wait. I'm going to take my time. Man, OBJ, I love you, bro. Congrats on the contract. Good yep. luck this year if I'm not there. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to take a contract that I feel I'm worth more because they signed a, a receiver that I really have a relationship with. Right. No, I did, uh, Kerry, I couldn't agree more. Look, if if Lamar came out the next day and said, yeah, I'm going to sign my tag or I'm going to sign a contract yeah. now because Odell Beckham's my guy, I would have th- thought to myself, that is an incredibly short-sighted decision then by Lamar. I, I don't. I'm with you. I don't. I I wouldn't have expected him to do that. Obviously, he didn't. Oh, having a what? You know, we just got done talking about Jalen Hurts. Right. So Jalen Hurts has got AJ Brown, and he's got Devonta Smith, and he's got Dallas Goddard. He's got he's got weapons. He's got guys. Definitely. <laughs> he also had one of the best offensive lines in football. Mm-hmm. He also had a defense that up until the Super Bowl was outstanding all season long. And we could debate, you know, whether or not they benefited from playing the NFC. I think they Mm -hmm. did. But that was, nonetheless, that was still a really good defense. But the thing that you and I talked about five minutes ago, Kerry, was they got the offense right. They got the system right for Jalen Hurts. And anybody, especially Ravens fans, if you've been watching that Greg uh, Roman offense over the last couple of years – you know that's not the offense best suited for Lamar Jackson at all. It, it, it's it's run heavy with with Lamar is your best player, obviously. He's but he's been your best runner because you've had injuries at the running back position. You've had not the 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 greatest set of receivers in terms of guys that you. They don't have any all pros. They haven't had any pro bowlers at the receiver position yeah. and had that amount of success that when you bring in A.J. Brown in for Jalen Hurts, that changes things. You already got a Devontae Smith, who is a Heisman Trophy winner. That changes things. They need it or they need that type of guy. But they also need to run an offense that is conducive for mm-hmm. what Lamar Jackson can do. Yeah. And he's not just a guy that can run the football. He's a guy that can stand in there. If you don't have receivers in the same space – <laughs> and can find guys right. open, and so for me, running the same routes. On the, I mean, it, they're mirror. I mean, it, it, it's, Kerry, it's I don't not, have to tell you, it's you, not great. Yeah, you played in multiple yeah. offenses in the NFL. You played multiple offenses at Illinois. You can't run the same route. When Lamar said a couple of years ago, the defense was calling out our plays. Yeah. that should have been the first signal to John Harbaugh and the rest of the hell. It should have been the the the, the first signal to Biscotti, the owner, saying yeah. we need to move on from Greg Roman. Do something different. Yes. and they they have now, and so you know we'll see how. If Lamar ever plays in this in this offense, um, and, and if he's able to have success in it, and there was a, um, I, I, I was reading this article, uh, Mike Sando from the Athletic, he wrote an article about four possible options for Lamar uh, and the Ravens and what could take place. And one of them was a pre-draft trade, and they mentioned the Houston Texans. If they don't take a quarterback, maybe that's a, a scenario where they look and say, hey, you know what, we got the second overall pick, but we don't really want a quarterback yeah. or we don't want the quarterback that is left right. after after um, Carolina. Uh, Carolina takes their quarterback. And so that's an option, maybe a pre-draft trade. Maybe you have a, uh, a post-draft offer sheet where now if you're the Texans or the Colts or one of those teams in need of a quarterback, you don't have to give up a 23 and 24 you can give up a 24 and a 25 first round pick yeah. and now you have that option and then they had the 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 nuclear option which was you know <laughs> nuclear <left out. laughs> hey, 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 this is it we're not Lamar's gonna sit out and then they had a cooler heads prevail which I thought was was interesting because I always felt that four years 200 million guaranteed it'll be done mm-hmm. 
here's the issue now. Yeah, Jalen Hurts just got $51 million. So now you might have to go four years, $208 million, so I can get 52 a year just yep. so I can be, you know, one more than the guy that just got the, the amount of money that he's getting. Maybe that's an option. Three years, $156 million, something along, along those lines where I can still be in my prime, still have success, and go get that massive deal that you all are not willing to offer me Either here or from someone else in yeah. three to four years. I, what do you? What are your thoughts about about those possibilities? Kerry, I I'm telling you, I don't care if it's baseball, football, hockey, basketball. If I if I were a GM or a president that that was able to talk to an owner, the first thing I would say will is say would be we are we are not going to sign anyone long term, and I mean. Three, you know, outside of four years, four yeah. four years to me is is max. is max. Yeah. Okay, but how? So how are we going to entice free agents that are that are receiving five six year contract extension uh, offers? We're going to pay you more. Yeah, we're going to pay you more in the short term. You're going to have the bigger bite of the apple carry. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you know, we don't foresee this happening. But you know, this. Uh, let me tell the owner. I'm not going to tell you the player carry. Right. I'm going to tell my owner. <laughs> If Kerry falls off in three years, guess what? We're done. Right. We're moving on. Right. If Kerry feels like he can get more from another team, I'm not going to roll that dice right. as Kerry gets older. Right. But he's going to get more money up front. We're gonna we're we're not gonna have the the cap ramifications. We're yes. in baseball. You know, you're not gonna be signing che- checks to somebody that isn't gonna be worth it in six years. In, in six years, you might be or signing three. contracts with like Barry Bonds. I mean, uh, Bobby Bonilla. Absol- you- <laughs> Absolutely, I'm not doing that. <laughs> April first of every year, you got to pay him X Certainly. amount of dollars. Yeah. So you know, if the Ravens have an offer, I don't know what the offer is. Nobody knows. Yeah. But whatever the offer is, I- I'm looking at Lamar saying, "Hey, how about a three year deal? I'm gonna I'm gonna make you rich." And then you could get a big bite of the apple at twenty nine, and and doing so, I think you put more. If you can do more guaranteed money, and as you said, the salary cap could could be more flexible in terms of how you can allocate funds to other players. Yeah, I think it makes sense. It's just for me, I think Lamar is so is stuck on. I want to be more paid more than the quarterback that's in my division. Right, and so now again. Why would he wait? Joe Burrow is also in his division. You think Joe Burrow isn't saying, hey, I need to be closer to to what Deshaun Watson got. Mm -hmm. Like, I I need to be – he hasn't – Deshaun Watson hasn't taken a team to the Super Bowl. He hasn't taken a team, you know, one game away from making it to the Super Bowl. These are things that Joe Burrow has on his resume. So it's all about – the numbers and who has done what in comparison to the guy that is getting paid what. Right. And if you look at that, you, you would say Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson would deserve to be paid at least somewhere in that realm of what Deshaun Watson is sure. making. I still think Mahomes did the smart thing. He signed. Oh, yeah. He got a ton of money. But, I mean, you get five hundred million. I mean, well, what do we? Have but we spaced we spaced it out yeah. so you can continue to build around yeah. me, and I'll make incentive deals. You know, he's on State Farm commercials Everything. and all that. Yeah. you're gonna make your money, yeah. man. I mean, he's so, got a, so he's got partial minority owner in in some, it, some the Royals. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, and Brady, of course, the ultimate example yes. of like. Hey, I'll sign a little less. How about we put TB12 at uh, at Gillette Stadium or, or wherever they're practicing? There you go. So, all right, Kerry Davis, Anthony Stalzer, it's great iron guys. Uh, Kerry, the other topic of conversation here, I'm real interested in your thoughts on this because you being in the NFL, you you played for a Falcons team that I believe has really good ownership, but just 
they can't they 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 can't get over the hump. Mm-hmm. You played for a Colts team when uh, Peyton Manning was there. You played for a Washington team, which is one of the most dysfunctional you know franchises in NFL history under Dan Snyder. And fortunately, that that organization has found itself a new owner. And you also played for. Um, the most buttoned up from from an outsider's viewpoint uh not only a storied franchise but a, a franchise that seemingly does it right year in and year out in the pittsburgh steelers the arizona cardinals seem to be one of those underrated dysfunctional organizations and i only use the term underrated because the cleveland browns continue to be circled as d- dysfunctional mm-hmm. the jets continue to be circled dysfunctional Washington under Daniel Snyder again f- dysfunctional and then there there's Arizona that's just kind of flying under the radar but Buda Baker their safety their talented safety did the and I hate this but it, let's we'll leave the, the the social media conversation out of it but like I hate when when players scrub their teams out of the it's, it's just very, it, it's, it's, it's very juvenile you it's know a, it's it really an emotional is. response to something that you don't like it, it's it's very you know, I, I still have your your kids a little bit older now, yeah. but I still I, you know we've we've got a five year old and a and a toddler as as well as a six year old, and it just screams toddler. Yeah, you know, I'm not getting it, what it, I want. Let me go to social media. It, it's like I don't know if you all did this when we, when we were kids. You would be like, I'm not going to be your best friend anymore. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> right. Until that one. Until the one kid looked at you, or maybe you were that kid, or I was. You know, I was a kid's like. All right, all right, cool. Cool. Yeah, like, that's not fine. All right. <sighs> <laughs> that didn't go over the way I thought it would. <laughs> that did not work out. My God. Yes, I, I agree. The the scrubbing of social media is the new age. I'm not going to be your best friend anymore. Right, exactly. Okay, well, I'm going to trade you. Uh, Arizona, though, the Arizona Cardinals, a lot of dysfunction. Of course, DeAndre Hopkins is another guy that seemingly wants out of Arizona. Well, yeah. What are your What are your thoughts on not only the situation, but Kerry – what makes Pittsburgh different? Well, there, there's a. It, what, what makes Pittsburgh different is it starts at the top, and when I say, I mean ownership is is really, you know, when I say you can go in and sit in the owner's office and talk to him like a normal human being, like you and I are conversing right here. You can go in and have those conversations. Um, it 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 makes it a more comfortable atmosphere for everyone working in the building. It's not a fear of, oh, my God, if I make a mistake, I'm going to be fired. Oh, my God, are they hiring someone else? I've been in places where if you play poorly on Sunday, they were working out your position on Tuesday, yeah. on the off day. Yeah. Uh, you come up for some ice and some stem on your leg. And like that, those fullbacks out there? <laughs> huh, I don't think I... I didn't think I had that bad a game, did I? Like, <laughs> Am I hurt? Did I, I get mean, hurt? I, it, maybe I should leave the training room. I'm not. I'm not banged up really that bad. Yeah. It, it, it's it's an environment where there is no no. It doesn't feel safe. It, it is not a safe haven, and you don't feel comfortable knowing that things are going to be you know haywire or or going all over the place. You can look at the Cardinals firing Steve Wilkes after one year, a few years back. They just fired Cliff Kingsbury after signing a an extension, mm-hmm. and so now you have your quarterback. They signed him to a massive deal and said, "Yeah, don't play video games." Yeah, another I, guy what, that went the whole social media route too. By the way, Go what ahead. the hell are we doing here? And so I don't know if you you saw this. I'm sure. But there was a uh, NFLPA report cards that came out earlier this year. And I'm going to read you the, rec- the, the the grades of the Arizona Cardinals. Treatment of families, F. Nutrition, F. Weight room. I'm sorry. Let me restart. Treatment of families, F. Nutrition, F-. I didn't wow. even know that was possible. Weight room, F-. Staff, 
A minus, training room F minus, training staff B plus, locker room F. So you're telling me how we treat our families, the food that you serve us, uh, the facilities in the weight room and the and the locker room are putrid. They are terrible, and you want superstar players to be a part of your organization. Not to add to the fact that you've had issues with a GM who. We don't know what what happened with that whole ordeal. Uh, you got a, a another executive saying that there were s- burner cell phones being yeah. used to communicate with the the GM who was not supposed to be uh, spoken right. to. Right? Yeah, he's having it, health issues reportedly. Allegedly, yeah. yeah. So there are so many things. It's it's a mismanagement of how you do business, and when you're handling your business like that, your star players, DeAndre Hopkins, Buda Baker. Why the hell am I here? Mm-hmm. What it, th- this is not a place that I see a future and have having success, you know, being here and playing here. Yeah, it's a shame because, and I think I think in that same report, and if I got this wrong, I apologize. I don't I care. You've got it in front of you, but it's a longer report. But I think in that same report, the, the Cardinals were criticized. One of the things was they were they were making players pay for their own food or yeah. something like that while they're so. at the look. You you leave the training facility. That's on you. You're, you know, you're, you're a human being. You're an adult. You're, you are paid. So you want to go to McDonald's? That's, that's, that's on you. But while you're, you're at the training facility, trying to win football games after practice and all that, you're, you're making players pay for their own food, and the food's not great and all that. That, that's a shame. That, that just your commitment to winning just isn't there. Yeah, and I think about you know you you played obviously for the Steelers who again seemingly do do every, do, do most things right. We also do radio in a city in St. Louis where we were I, on opening day. We had an opportunity to talk to a former Cardinals player that talked about signing a, a free agent contract and having an opportunity in spring training to you know work work out with Bob Gibson and mm. work out with Lou Brock. I think Lou Brock was uh was throwing this this player, you know, batting practice and things like that. That's a culture thing. Former players, star players that won at the highest level want to stay within the organization yeah. because they feel a kinship to it. Yes. And they want other players to feel that way too. This isn't a coddled thing. This isn't, you know, when you're talking about the the fullback, you know, is that fullbacks? Yeah. I, uh, Okay. Yeah, there does have to be a little competition's Competition going to breed success. Yep. Certainly, you know that though. Yep. But when it's not, use the term safe space, and I love it. If it's not a safe space to say, okay, let me figure out, you know, why why he didn't have a good game. Mm-hmm. Uh, if the coaching staff says, here's why X, Y, and Z, let's work on it. And you're not willing to work on it. Right. That's different. Right. When you're battling your ass off and you're you're trying to figure it out for the betterment of yourself and the team. And there are there are players there that say we're pulling the same rope, yes, in pulling it in the same direction. Yeah, that that is what we're talking about here. It's not it's not necessarily a coddled. Yeah, if you don't if you don't work out, uh, you know, if if you if you don't have a good game, we're gonna have a fear replacement here right. on Tuesday. Right. Uh, maybe that sort of fear tactic works with some players, but <laughs> I, I can't see it working out for everybody. It, it's I mean, it's the nature of the business to know that every day is an audition. Yeah. That 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 comes with the territory. We I had a coach tell me, hey man, and this coach loved me. Like look, look I still talk to him today. Hey man, we, we, we tolerate you till we can replace you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, we tolerate y'all till we can replace you. Yeah. That's that's the mindset. That's truth. 
every single day they are trying to find someone that is cheaper and better than you are. And your job every single day is to prove that you are better and worth every single dollar that you earn. And so that comes with the territory. But when you're talking about, you know, making players play for food that you – let me give you. Let me let me give you a rundown of what our day looks like in the NFL. Okay, you should, people. When, people used to laugh at me when I was like, "I gotta go to work in the morning." You don't work. You play football. No, I got a freaking job. I work every day. <laughs> I go to work at seven a.m. and I don't leave that place until six p.m. most days. So yeah, that's a job. Get up. Work, uh, get up, get to work, meetings, 7.30, 7.15, 7.30. You got meetings, then you got more meetings after those meetings. Special teams, is offense. Pos- is it positional So first? you'll start with a special teams meeting, and then you'll probably go into offensive meeting. And then you'll break up for a little bit. You'll get a break in between after the offensive meeting, 15 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. You use the bathroom. They have cell phone breaks now where guys can go check their Instagram and, and their social medias. <laughs> so they you, you get 10, 15 minutes, and now you have position meetings. And so you sit in there. After your position meetings, you might go to lunch or go lift. And then after you do that, go back to more meetings and then go to practice. After practice, more meetings to go over the practice that you just had. And if you didn't work out uh, between lunchtime and that other meeting, then you go work out at that time. So that's essentially how your day goes every single day, except for Sundays and Mondays. Tuesdays is our off day. Mm-hmm. Sundays is, is is a game day. Monday is a kind of recovery film day. Uh, and But every other day is that way. So when you're talking about did I did I at any point in that in that time frame did I give you a chance to leave the building and go elsewhere go no. for lunch for There's for an no, hour no off go for campus. coffee no. no we're we're at work the entire time so I do that all day and then you're telling me at the end of it I got to pay you take money out of my check to pay for the food that I'm going to eat that is already there that is already and you're the only organization in the league that is doing that yeah there's going to be some frustration from players because we got friends on other teams. Sure. We can we we came from other teams. We've seen it in other places. Right. So we know how it's supposed to be done. And if you're the Arizona Cardinals and you're having all of these issues, you drafted a quarterback in the first round. You got rid of him after one year as well. Forgot about him and Rosen, Josh Rosen. Like chosen of, Rosen. Chosen Rosen. I get it. It's been yeah. real. See you later. It, it, there are so many things that have been done incorrectly with this organization, and now you're 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 looking at ownership. Yeah, what are we doing? How do we get better? Or if you're a player like Buda Baker that still has plenty of years left in his career, Andre, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, who probably on the tail end, but still has a good two, three, maybe four good years left, you want to go somewhere and win mm-hmm. with people who want to win, not be in an organization that does loser things and makes loser decisions and how you treat people and how you go about your business. Boy, if DeAndre Hopkins ever gets to a team that knows what it's doing, he's going to be blown away. Yes. I mean, he, he goes from Houston yeah. to Arizona, and I think Houston is starting to slowly point in the right direction here. But he goes from Houston to Arizona. He he must think the NFL is just, just one disastrous, you know, 32 teams of d- disastrous uh, owners. Just figuring out, like, what is this place that I am? Where am I? No how, 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 do, how do you go? I mean, it's, 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 it's interesting, though. Like, we had teammates. I had a teammate who came over. We won the Super Bowl in 08, and I think the Lions went 0-16 in 07. He, he came from the Lions and was like, 
this is drastically different. Yeah. <laughs> I'm <laughs> you, not used you to think? this. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, there are some places, you know, there are some companies that you could work for in, in everyday life that are vastly different in yeah. how ownership and how people treat one another. Right. And so when you're in one of those companies that doesn't do things the right way but expect and demand so much from you, yeah. you, you're you drained just from being at work as opposed to feeling uplifted and, and excited to get to work and go to work. Yeah, man, and, and that, that benefits the company. Yes. I mean, if you, if you have a boss, you have a supervisor that's like, listen, uh, I, I, am, I am personally invested in your growth in this company yep. and shows you that. I'm sorry, you're gonna work. You're gonna work harder. You're invested now. Right. You're a part of something. You got a boss, and I'm sure there's plenty of places like this. There's, you got a boss that's like, just do what you're told. Okay. Yeah. Shut and you your may, mouth. Yeah. You may do what you're told. You may <laughs> shut your mouth. You may still find some some sort of happiness there. Yeah. All right, cool. But I think if you're if you're showing it shown a different way, we, we're all we're, look. It's human nature to be drawn to something naturally excited about something and want to be a part of a team that's 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 my belief i'm not saying that's everybody everybody walking this earth but i i don't think it's it's different in football as it is in radio or as in you know some uh law firm i think people want to feel like they're a part of a team and they they want to know that uh their their coworkers and their teammates care and their their uh supervisor or boss cares as well Kerry, in the last five to ten minutes here, we'll we'll talk about Aaron Rodgers, but there's really not much going on. Here's the, la- I guess here's the latest report, and it's really not. It's this was like a couple of days ago. Adam Schefter had reported, Adam Schefter, of course, of ESPN, it says that it doesn't sound like Aaron Rodgers will be traded to the Jets before the NFL draft. That's the latest. Hmm. Green Bay is quite seems quite in, quite content to wait until after the draft to make a trade. Schefter said both sides seems to seem to be dug in. Jets general manager Joe Douglas said that last week Rodgers is going to be here amid rumors that the team will wait until the second day of the NFL draft to make a move for Rodgers, who's 39. Rodgers' massive contract has proved difficult to move, and differences in compensation have come up and it's come to the forefront in, in recent weeks. Still, Packers very likely to deal Aaron Rodgers to New York sometime uh, before the start of the NFL season. Yeah, so. the Packers aren't going to get what they want. <laughs> or, and and nor should they. Yeah. I, I told you this, you know, a few weeks ago. I thought the Packers were in the worst position of all three parties in this in this uh, trade scenario. They they don't have any leverage. They got a guy that they have to pay nearly sixty million dollars to mm-hmm. if he's on the roster, or you can send him home and he can sign wherever he wants to if you cut him. There is no way that the Packers have leverage and they still got a quarterback in Jordan Love that they got to figure out if he can play or not because he's going to be in his fourth year. And do I want to pick up his fifth year option or am I looking for a quarterback in the 2024 draft? The Packers have no leverage and the Jets, someone over there has has enough intelligence to say, hey, just wait. Don't don't blink, don't panic. <laughs> we'll get them or we won't. Right. But the Packers are going to make a move at some point. They have to. They're not going to send him home. Speaking of Aaron Rodgers, pay him sixty million dollars to sit on the couch. Yeah. They're, they're, he's going to be if he's in if he's on the payroll, he's going to be in Green Bay, and he's probably going to be starting because how can you justify starting Jordan Love over Aaron Rodgers? So now. The Packers have to make a decision. And if you're if you're New York, you just sit there patiently, sit on your hands, twiddle your thumbs. Don't worry about it. It's cool. <laughs> It'll, they'll come around. They're, 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 they're just panicking right now. They're feeling themselves. They think they got something going. They really don't. And you be and you're patient 
and you wait and you don't concern yourself with all of the outside noise, yes, you need a quarterback. The good thing about the, the, the New York Giants is their team is young. They got a lot of young guys. So you got guys that are going to be under contract for a few more years if you need to go in a different direction, if you need to pivot and go in a different direction yeah. for a quarterback position. Yeah. Well, like you said, they'll get the deal done. Yeah. And the, the Packers likely won't get what they want, um, but they'll, they'll still get some sort of compensation. I wonder if they'll, they'll settle on a second-round pick that can turn into a first when it's all said. Who, who has a better record this year, the Green Bay Packers or the New York Jets? Uh, Green Bay Packers. With or without Aaron Rodgers? Without. Without him? Mm-hmm. And that's even if Aaron Rodgers goes to New York? Yes. Really? That so you don't you're not one of the people that think that that Aaron Rodgers makes that big of a difference for a New York Jets team because most people are picking them if they do have Aaron Rodgers to potentially win the division yeah. and at worst make it to a uh, 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 AFC Championship game. I think we overrated the I think not overrated. I think we got ahead of ourselves with the Jets defense last year because we we saw how good it was mm-hmm. and. Then we we stopped checking in the second half because they started they started to struggle without Brees Hall and of course the the nonsense there was Zach Wilson and we stopped checking and we we're like all right well we know the Jets defense is good if you if you go back in the second half last year I thought the Jets defense started to get exposed a little bit now could could that have been because Zach Wilson and the offense struggling yeah I I, I fully hey, look football. you know I get it right uh, but when you look at it. 20, you know, they give up 27 to Minnesota. They give up 20 to Buffalo. They give up 20 to Detroit. Uh, 19. Well, these these numbers aren't too bad. bad. These numbers aren't too if bad. If you got a quarterback that can yeah. get you more than 12, uh, an offense with a quarterback that can get you more than I was going to ask, you don't like Sauce Gardner. I do. Can I, can I not interest you in a Quinnen Williams? I like Quinnen Williams. Okay. I mean, I think this defense, C.J. Mosley, they got some guys on the defensive side. Um, they I, added. Chuck, they got Chuck Clark. Added Chuck Clark. They, they they will be a team, I think, with a quarterback, a a one a, a 1A quarterback. Not 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 a second tier guy. Not a third tier guy. Yeah, a guy that can really get the ball in the right places and have receivers that are going to catch the ball. I think they're going to be a really good team. Uh, the de- the defense. Let me let me clarify here. Let me. I misspoke. The de- the defense. I think is going to be fine. I don't think Aaron Rodgers. I don't think I don't think Aaron Rodgers um, his play his play a year ago. I don't think you can automatically flip the switch back and say he's going to be an MVP candidate again. Mm. Like, the, like he didn't play well last year. He sucked mm. in the red zone, and I think people their are, whole team stunk though. And they, it, it, certainly and, okay, but and, he's the quarterback, right? I think they stunk because instead of instead of leaning on their run game with mm-hmm. Aaron Jones and and Dylan. I think they should have done more of that as opposed to throwing those young receivers out to the wolves and expecting them because you got Aaron Rodgers. Those guys are going to be great. It took those guys some time. Yeah. Now they got it together towards the end of the season, but it took them. It, they had to go through some some growing pains as young receivers to learn how to play and have success in the NFL. And I think if the Packers had decided to just turn around and hand it to those two guys, play action, get some guys some open routes, some yeah. open, you know, without as much coverage and, and things of that nature, I think they would have been better off that way. I think you're right. I think the struggles. I don't think we should. I think I think too many times we excuse Aaron Rodgers and just say yeah. it's never his fault. You know. Oh, no. For years it was, well, the Packers won't won't draft them another receiver. Mm-hmm. They had Devontae bleeping Adams. Right. What, what are we talking about here? They always have had or, or usually have had a good offensive line. They've had good backs. 
the defense has has never been consistently great. Right. It's never been consistently terrible. I'm not saying it's I'm not saying every year for Aaron Rodgers defense is good. But how many home playoff games has Aaron Rodgers lost? When when they lost to Atlanta in the 2016 playoffs, they went down to Atlanta and they got they got the doors blown off them. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers sat there on the bench and the NFL mics caught it and he, and he said to a player, "Man, we got to get one of these one time." And he was talking about a home game, a home playoff. Mm-hmm. We got to get one of these home playoff games. And he had like two after that. Yeah. And he, and if you want to include, and I do. The Detroit game in Week 18 last year was essentially a home playoff game. It really game. was, it was just, right? And they and lost they, that they, one too, they laid didn't an they? Egg. Yeah, they did. So I think I think there's too many excuses made, and I think Aaron Rodgers played dip last year, and I don't think just going to New York all of a sudden it's going to change, and he's, and he's going to be better. I think the other factor here, of course, is that the Packers are playing in a, in a crap conference. It's not good, and I I'm factoring that in. I'm not like oh some Jordan Love truther. Yeah. I think the NF- the the NFC is it's not going to grow in leaps and bounds, especially with Tom Brady out of it now. You know, so I think that the Packers will benefit from playing in a bad conference and a division that you know lines are up and coming. Sure, the Vikings are okay, but I, the you know the Packers they had a bad year last year, right? They went eight and nine. Mm-hmm. They win two more games than they didn't a year ago, and the Packers might 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 make the playoffs. The Jets still play in a tough conference. They still play in a better div- division, top to bottom. Yeah, we we, can, we need to dig into let, let's dig into some some divisions next week. Like like who well, we got the draft and yeah, then we we'll, do then we'll, we'll do, do that it. after the draft. Let, yeah. Let's let's let well that'll be perfect because we'll see who's where and and who is uh who's going to come out sure. of each division and why. I like that. Idea. I have a very it's a it's a the one that you just answered a great question. I, that's an unpopular opinion. Most are going to disagree with me. That's fine. We'll, okay. uh, what you we'll, got? No, no, no. I was saying the Packers one because oh, I think pa- most people yeah. will say the Jets. I think yeah, I, I agree. I think if you were to put those two teams and pick, pick decide who was going to have the better record, yeah. with Aaron Rodgers, I think you would say the Jets. I, and I do agree, they probably have a tougher division. You got Miami if two was healthy. You got Josh Allen and the guys up yep. in Buffalo. Um, Patriots aren't good with so Belichick. Right, you can't you, know? you can't just disregard New England and, right. and how they game plan week to week. So I would say that you're prob- you might be right. But I, I, you're going the other way. Yeah, that's fine. It's good. Go the Jets either it, way. <laughs> it makes it makes for a good conversation. That's for sure. That's Kerry Davis. He's Super Bowl champion. I'm Anthony Stalter. Appreciate everybody listening to the Gridiron guys, and uh, we're we're already to it, man. We're to the NFL draft, and we really we did a little bit two weeks ago. We a little bit of draft coverage. We talked uh, quarterbacks in that second podcast. But Kerry. We got to get into it next week. Yes. We'll concentrate mostly on the first round, but we'll talk about some of the biggest draft questions heading into the week. And maybe we'll do, how about this? Let's do, we'll do kind of like a fun with odds prediction. We'll do some predictions, Gary. Okay. We'll make them. And then, of course, we'll tally up, say how we do, and we'll talk about it in the following podcast. But next week, Gridiron Guys talks full NFL draft. We hope you enjoyed this edition of Gridiron Guys, and we'll see you next time. For Kerry Davis, I'm Anthony Stoltz. Again, this has been Gridiron Guys. Thanks for listening to the Gridiron Guys podcast with Super Bowl champion Kerry Davis and Anthony Stalter. Driven by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Check out the Gridiron Guys podcast page at 101ESPN.com.